Welcome in to the morning sports desk on this 14th of March. It's a Monday morning, and if you went to bed last night and you were following a little bit of the Twins transactions over the weekend, you thought, hey, it's looking pretty good. Uh, they traded Gar- they traded catcher Mitch Garver to Texas, but in return, they got a starting shortstop in Isaiah Keener-Falefa, and they also got a... They also got a pitching prospect as well, so they have a starting shortstop and another pitcher they can throw in the minors and try and develop. They had to give up a backup catcher, but the Twins have a couple others who could uh, take that mantle, and they'd be all right. And then they pulled off a big trade. They got Sonny Gray, who's going to be the Twins' number one starter now. A big trade. You gave up your first-round pick from last season, but that's what we wanted the Twins to do. We've been asking for years, will these poll ads, will these Twins, will they give up some of these top prospects and actually go get a major league-ready arm? They did do that. But everything was looking so great. But then, Sunday night, they pull off a... Surprise trade is an understatement. They send Josh Donaldson, the team's starting third baseman, and Isaiah Keener-Falifa, the shortstop they just traded for a day ago. They ship him off, both of them, off to the New York Yankees in exchange for, uh, in exchange for Gio Urshela, the team's shortstop, and Gary Sanchez, the team's catcher. Now I'm gonna be honest here. I'm gonna, I'm going to put this in a very few words. What are the Twins doing right now? What is going on? What is what is happening? You, It looks like you had your lineup set up. You got a top-of-the-rotation starting pitcher. You just needed to maybe make one or two moves here or there. And with an extra playoff team now in each league, it looked like the Twins were going to put together a pretty competitive roster. Now, I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know what their team is going to look like. So let's break down a little bit of this trade. Uh, Gio Urshela, for those of you who don't know, uh, is from the Yankees. He played shortstop for them, although he's not really a shortstop, so he's not going to be the team's starting shortstop on opening day. What it looks like more is that maybe he'll slide in and take that third base role. Uh, and again, uh, these they could be flipped, they could be traded again, but Gio Urshela looks like a guy who is going to uh, who is going to be the uh, opening day third baseman for the Minnesota Twins if he stays on the roster. Um, he's somebody who had a 267 batting average last year for the Yankees. If you look at uh, just some of his quick stats, had a 267 average, hit 14 home runs, drove in 49 last year for New York. But Gary Sanchez is a, a player who intrigues me. And by intrigues me, I mean... I don't know if they're going to keep him, if they really like him, or if they're just going to trade him later, or if it was a just to get him off the roster, the Twins were willing to take him on. Uh, either way, this is still a lot of gut-level reactions. This trade happened very late last night, so a lot of people are still kind of figuring out these numbers. Um, but Gio Urshela, probably going to log in as the, as the third baseman. Gary Sanchez is going to be the DH, presumably. Now... Now, and then the backup catcher as well, Jeffers, Ryan Jeffers is going to be the starting catcher. Now you have a backup option because you also traded backup catcher Ben Roardvet in that deal with the New York Yankees. But Gary Sanchez, so again, these are names for the New York Yankees. For those of you, I'm guessing you don't really, you've probably maybe heard of them before, but you don't know a ton about them. If you are not a fan of Miguel Sano, who has a lot of power, but also in turn strikes out a lot, if you are not a fan of that approach, you 
are not going to be a fan of Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez is Miguel Sano taken up to another level. Maybe it's a bad baseball analogy. He is Miguel Sano on steroids in terms of his when he's hot, he's hot, but when he's off, oh, like it, it makes you makes you want to change the channel every time he comes into the batter's box. So I don't understand what the Twins' end game is is here. They blew up a lot of their lineup, or at least their infield. How they were gonna? They blew up the entire left side of their infield just to get rid of Josh Donaldson's contract, which is the really big thing out of this. So it makes you wonder, what are the Twins doing? Well, there's two options. One is that it's a salary dump. The Twins are just trying to get rid of payroll. It's the cheap poll ads all over again. They're trying to get rid of all the salary. They don't want to pay Josh Donaldson. He was making $50 million for the next two seasons total. So $25, 20000000 ish a season for the next two years. And they wanted to get it off the books so then they could just save money and... They can still feel together competitive enough team because they have rookies and they can save all this salary. But I don't think that's true. Now, maybe that's what they're doing. I'm not going to say it's not 100% because as we learned, I have no idea what the Twins are doing. But it could also be, it could also be that the team has something else in mind. They just cleared up a bunch of salary space in getting rid of Josh Donaldson. The Twins already had a decent amount of salary space anyways. So this really clears up some space. And there's a few theories that you could say the team is going to. One is to sign who presumably is the top shortstop left on the free agent market right now, and that's Trevor Story. Played for the Colorado Rockies. He's an all-star. He's a great shortstop. He could fill that need. The Twins have the money now to go sign him because the top free agent, Carlos Correa, looks like he's going to go and sign back with the Houston Astros. So it could be the Twins maybe are clearing up some space to really just put an offer he can't refuse on the table to make him come play shortstop for the Minnesota Twins. That's an option. But the other option is the San Diego Padres have a couple players who have some big contracts on their team's payroll in Will Myers and Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer played for the Royals when they won the World Series in 2015, and then a year or two after that signed a massive contract with San Diego that now the Padres would like to get out of. So if the Twins maybe agreed, because now they have all this salary space, to take on all these extra contracts, they could potentially basically get a really nice player, could be a pitcher, could be a position player, probably a pitcher, from San Diego, basically saying, we'll take this guy off your books so you can have more salary space, but we want a really good pitcher in return. Like, we have to make this worth our while. Maybe that's a possibility. Another possibility could be making a trade with the Oakland Athletics as well, um, now that you have some more salary cap space. But I, I really think that a move with San Diego or a move to sign a shortstop is coming. There's no real top-of-the-line starting rotation pitchers. The Twins have uh, been in talks with Zach Grinke. The Twins have been in talks with Michael Pineda about a reunion. They've also been in talks with Johnny Cueto. Uh, all three starting pitchers, all who would be three or four starters realistically, but would still be veteran options considering the Twins have a lot of uh, veterans on the Twins have a lot of, I should say, they need some veterans because they have a lot of young starting pitchers who they really like but don't want to rush up to the majors. I, I So here's the thing. I don't know what's coming for the Twins. I think, though, something's coming. I'm going to put myself out there and think something is coming, that they have some big move planned that now all of a sudden they can clear a bunch of salary for and they can go afford or they now have flexibility to go make a move. That, that being said, 
I don't, I'm gonna give the Twins front office of Derek Falvey and Thad Levine the benefit of the doubt, because they've gotten the Twins back to relevance, they've won two division titles in the last four years. I'll take it. But they better know what they're doing. Because last year, every off-season move they made, except for bringing back Nelson Cruz, has not worked out for them. Trading Jose Barrios, the jury's still out on that. But bringing in Andrelton Simmons last year to play shortstop, that was bad. Uh, bringing in Alexand- Alexander Colomay in the bullpen, that was bad. Some of the mo- bringing in Matt Schumacher to be a starting pitcher last year, bad. They made a lot of bad decisions last year. Almost every single move they made was really, really bad. So if you're the Twins, like, is it, if you're watching the Twins, it's hard to say, okay, I see that they have a plan here. They must have something in the works. But what is it? And is it worth flipping your entire lineup? Because by the way, that Twins lineup that they had yesterday at this time, with the shortstop they just got from Texas, and with Donaldson still in tow, that lineup was going to be good. And getting Sonny Gray, Getting Sonny Gray as well gave them a front line, front of the rotation, starting pitcher. And you had, as well, Dylan Bundy, who you signed before, Joe Ryan, Bailey Ober. You just found one guy in your minor leagues, maybe Randy Dobnak, maybe you brought in a guy in a minor league contract and have him start your season until one of these pitchers proves they're ready. And then maybe you bring in a pitcher or two for the bullpen, maybe you brought in one more, I don't know. And with one more playoff team, Remember, in each league now, there's 12 teams total that make the playoffs in Major League Baseball now. It was looking like the Twins were at least going to compete for one of those wild card spots. And now they're blowing up their lineup. It's still talented. They still have Alex Kirilov. They still have Byron Buxton. They still have some guys that can hit. But man, this team is going to look a lot different than it did even last year at this time. And even different from two years ago. The, the Bomba Squad Twins are gone. It's Derek Falvey and Thad Levine are putting it all on the table. They're putting all their chips in on this offseason to do something. And I don't I just don't know what to make of it. They're obviously competing for 2022. You don't trade for Sonny Gray unless you're trying to compete this season to be your ace of your pitching staff. But I don't I don't know. It's really hard to tell what the Twins are up to. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but they better be right with what they're doing or they have a lot of questions to answer to not just the fan base, but to the ownership as well. Because if this blows up in their face, they should be fired. But we'll see. All right, uh, one last thing, because this whole Sunday, the last 24 hours have just been a sports dump. Tom Brady is back, of course, because... We just can't have nice things. Also, Kirk Cousins, the Vikings decided in the mayhem that was Tom Brady announcing his return that, uh, first of all, Tom Brady following the Brett Favre career path, which, which first retirement was more believable? Brett Favre's or Tom Brady's? Because both of them, you just see a mile away, they were obviously coming back. Uh, but the Vikings on the back of that, decided, well, everybody's focused on that. Let's announce we've extended Kirk Cousins another season. So Kirk Cousins is coming back for another season in Minnesota. And basically, he's a one-year extension. Uh, the money doesn't really matter. It's going to be a $14 million cap hit. That's drastically lower than the 30 or $45 million it was going to be. And that's crazy enough. So basically, the Vikings are just kicking his salary down the road, and they're going to pay bits and pieces of it over the next four years. Basically, this was probably their best option 
So they're rolling forward with Cousins. We'll talk about it more this week when Corey's able to join us. But there you go. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, March 14th. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week. So patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Anticipation is building. The holidays are just around the corner, and at the Home Depot, we can't wait. With Black Friday savings all through November, you can count down to Christmas early with a Santa Countdown Inflatable Special Buy, only $69.98. Or anticipate when friends and family come to visit with an entrance full of LED lights that will welcome them and the holidays with open arms. Get the holiday magic started early. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.